The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for The Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative, investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash FutureInvestor slash radio. Layla Pence is with us. Uh, Layla is a president at Pence Wealth Management. She's on the line from Newport Beach, California. Glad I got your name right, Layla. Um, <laughs> we got a lot of earnings to deal with this week, particularly Microsoft and Alphabet tomorrow after the bell. I I'm trying to, in terms of looking at the price action in equities, understand whether this is mostly optimism, cautious optimism about earnings, or whether the market is really kind of focused on this idea that the Fed is going to begin to adjust uh, to smaller sized rate hikes after the first of the year? Well, I think it's both. I think that the, you know, the optimism about uh, maybe going 50 basis point in December and then 25 basis point in February, that really uh, has, since that was kind of leaked in by the Wall Street Journal, uh, that brought a lot of optimism even for the earnings. And then so far, the earnings have really been holding up we, a lot better than expected. So it's a bit of both. And, uh, of course, tomorrow is a big day, and the whole week is a big day with all the tech stocks. But we do think that they've already been discounted so much that uh, they could surprise to the upside. Uh, but, I mean, how does that, you know, you may well have positive surprises here given how ratcheted down we have in terms of expectations. But how much, again, do you think this is going to matter in the overall wall of worry we have? Well, it's going to matter if they, if they actually, the outlook. It's not so much what past earnings, if they give us a good outlook. Like some of the banks gave us a good outlook. Some of the companies have given us good outlook. And that is really what matters, what they, the actual earnings uh, it, you know, that's great. But if, if they have somehow uh, knowing everything that we're going through with the inflation numbers and the higher interest rates, if somehow they can still have a good outlook, then those are the companies that are going to benefit. And, and they're coming in, actually, surprisingly, uh, it's still many of them very good outlook. Yeah, but one uh, of the things that we have heard from a number of these companies, I'm thinking Microsoft, is that the strong dollar is really a significant headwind. Do you think that's going to be the case for some time? Well, I think once the, once the Federal Reserve starts uh, actually reducing the amount of interest, because right now the, the market is already pricing in a very high terminal uh, interest rate of about 4.75 to 5. So if somehow they don't go that far, then that will affect the dollar and that will help the international sales. Uh, Leila, just uh, you know, looking at what's going on with the with the Treasury market now, a price, or should I say, yield, being a function of price notwithstanding, is actually value in the short end of the yield curve at the moment. Uh, what uh, it represents value, and does the price that you pay, well, be the one which is the thing which is likely to move the most to the downside, arguably. Well, if you you know, go with a two-year treasuries or, you know, really short term, even if the value, even if interest rates, which we know are going to continue to go up, 
you know, you hold them to maturity, you're pretty much going to get that return. So it is good value. It's value that we haven't seen in 15 years. We have not seen interest rates. Uh, and I believe that that is going to um, have more people go into more fixed income, which is going to hurt the, the stock market a little bit because they have competition now. So where are you in looking at opportunities offshore? We've been talking a lot about the U.S. here, and we had quite the sell-off, not just in the Chinese ADRs, but yesterday in Hong Kong, the market was very hard hit. The tech index down another 10%. Are you tempted to nibble when you look at uh, situations like that? No, unfortunately not. I really, you know, there's just so much risk uh, outside, especially in the Chinese market. We've been out of that market for some time now, and especially, of course, after today. There's so much opportunity in the U.S. We have many companies here are down, you know, 30 40%, and they have much more of an upside potential. So when you're looking at risk-reward, uh, you know, we don't see, yes, there could be opportunities in Chinese, but that's not something we'll look at because we see opportunity here in the U.S., which is a lot more predictable, knowing that potentially inflation is going to come under control and the Federal Reserve will pause and then eventually maybe a couple of years from now we'll start reducing interest rates. We have a lot more of a predictable way to recover in this market. We don't know really in China and Hong Kong, you know, with the government what is the outlook. Things are, you know, this are very low, but they can go lower. Leila, okay, you've got three conviction calls. Uh, one of them I was quite interested in, and that's payment processes. Yes. We really think that that is a great option uh, and a great area of the market because, as you know, as pro- you know, products, of course, are all costing more money. Travel, uh, anything we buy is costing more money. And these payment companies, they make a, a percentage of the transactions. So as these transactions are more expensive, they automatically make uh, higher profits, and they don't have, uh, it's not a business that has products, of course, or a lot of employees, so their overhead cost is somewhat limited comparing to other companies, and they are just, we think they're going to continue to make more money. Inflation is is their benefactors of inflation. So when you when you make a call like this, are you looking at the relative strength or health of the American consumer? And and I'm curious to get your take. How do you think the consumer is holding up? The consumer, all the data says that they're holding up pretty good because they're all getting increases in wages. You know, and the the you know the lower income consumer. They've, all the minimum wage here have gone up. The higher income consumer, they've gotten increases. Uh, we've seen Social Security benefits are here that are going up by 8.7% next year. They're go- they've gone up by 5.9%. These are numbers unheard of. So the consumer actually has more money in their spending, and they're going to spend because that's what they do, and, and these payment companies are going to benefit from it. Uh, quick word, regional banks really like regional banks. They don't have the foreign exposure. They are making, um, they continue to make uh, net interest income. Uh, basically, they're paying out a lot less interest than what they're getting in. And, and there's a lot of people that are still putting just money in the you know, savings account or checking account and earning a lot less than what they could earn somewhere else. And the banks, the, the regional banks are going to make that. And they don't have a lot of risk of currencies and loans 
and uh, things outside the United States. So we're really staying with the regional banks. We think that's a safer bet for us. Leila Pence, thank you so much for joining us, uh, President and uh, uh, Pence Wealth Management, getting her take uh, on the market action. The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com.